Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. And we pray that you would guard our hearts and minds from distractions, that you would speak to us by your Spirit, that we would hear of your love for us. That even in the darkest of places, that darkness can't overcome the light of your love, the light of your grace, the light of your mercy, the light of Christ. Be with us this day, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Scripture is such an amazing thing to walk through, and for quite some time now, we've been working through the gospel lessons, every now and then sprinkling in part of one of the epistle lessons, and and these are great words to walk through, for they're the actual historical account of things that happened in history in real time, in real places, with real people, as God was present and the man, Jesus Christ, and as God had acted all throughout history. But oftentimes, as we work through these words that God has written down for posterity, for carrying on the faith, for teaching the faith, for letting all of creation know of the Creator, revealing Himself to us, they get stuck here in our head. Because we, we look for knowledge, and we look for things that we can wrap our head around, and we look for revelation that we can understand, and all those sorts of things. Yet, every now and then, we'll dip into the Psalms. You actually read them every Sunday, at least in the online services right now. We have that psalmody in the beginning, right? And see, where the Psalms come in is so beautiful, because those Psalms do not start here. They start here. There's a lot of words revealed in Scripture that are from God to us. And in the Psalms, it almost feels like there's a sense of words being shared from us to God. Whether it was David writing them or Solomon writing them or whichever psalmist it is that's writing them. Today's, by the way, it was David. But those words from the Psalms, the beautiful poetry of the Psalms as it begins to encompass imagery and beautiful word phrases... They seem to be a cry from within our heart to God. And today's psalm is especially beautiful. You see, we, we worked through the first 10 verses of that psalm, and through the first 10 verses of that psalm, we see how God knows us. But I'd like to bring up a couple of other verses in the psalm. And the first one I'm going to jump to is one that's very familiar to you, Okay? Verse 14, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. See, life is precious. And, and we know that. We know that life is precious because when things attack life, we get scared. We get worried may not always know what to do in those settings, but when something happens in the midst of one of our lives that shows how fragile life is, it is hard to walk through. And so we look to God and we say, I praise you, Lord, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I have no idea how everything works within this body, but you, God, put it together in such a way that it heals, that it grows, that it lives. I mean, I don't think at every moment to tell my heart how to beat or my lungs how to breathe. I don't tell my eyes to see. They just do. I don't look at something and say, see blue now. It just 
happens. God created our bodies in such an amazing way that the pieces that work within us just work. Kidneys and livers filter stuff out. Our blood takes oxygen all over the place so that we can go and, and we know that life is precious. So when something comes along that is going to hurt that life, it scares us. We don't know what to do with it. And that's where these psalms come in in such a beautiful way. Because you know that darkness exists. And so we wonder where God is at in everything. And, you know, as we walk through that psalm, we start to see the verses. It says, how far, God, could I actually run from you to where you may not be? Could I go as high as the heavens and rejoice with the angels? No, you're, you're there. What if I'm in the depths of the darkness of Sheol, the pit, where all of earth is above me and there is no light at all? Well, you're there. What, what if, Lord, we start at the morning sunrise way off in the east and as fast as light could carry us from there to the western horizon out across the sea? What if I ran that fast? Oh, God, you're, you're there. See, and that's where there's a bit of comfort. When you're broken down by whatever recent sin it is where you have your head held in your hands and you can't even look in the mirror at yourself because you know that either the actions or the words or the thoughts or the things that you did broke your relationship with God and broke your relationship with somebody else, God's there sitting with you in the Beautiful praises of a Sunday morning when the morning is bright and beautiful and the sun is shining and you hear the voices lifted up praising God. God is there. When the busyness of life takes you this way and that way and, and faith is almost a second thought somewhere in the midst of things and everything else seems to be overwhelming. God's there too. He's actually going before you, going after you. See, the depths of all of those places where God is. But one of the ones that tends to scare us the most when we think of the wonderful life that God has made and we think of the beauty of what he has created and the things we don't understand, we think of the fragility of that life. And it's the depths of death and darkness that scare us. And you see this even in little kids, right? I've watched my kids throughout the house. When it gets late enough and it's dark on one side of the house, I will watch them turn on every light switch on the way into wherever they're going because they want light. It's a really simple way to look at it. But we tend to do the same thing in life. The moment things that look like they're going to harm us, we want to get something that gets in the way of that. We want something that gives us hope. We want something to look to so we don't have to look at the depths of death. A couple more verses from the psalm for you. If I say, surely the darkness shall overcome me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. Sitting in those moments 
of darkness, when we're mourning over the death of a loved one, a husband or a wife, a brother, a friend, a sister, whoever it may be, as we look into that moment, we no longer see them there anymore. They're just sitting in our memories somewhere. The depths of that darkness of loss and mourning and sadness, even in the depths of that darkness, God is there and present and has not left you. Because even in the depths of that darkness, God's light shines. See, His light is the light where there is hope. His light is the light that outshines any of that darkness. His light is the light that went into the tomb to carry your sins. And His light is the light that outshines every single one of your sins. Because He's forgiven you. He's taken them upon Himself so that you won't see them anymore. He has forgiven your sins and brought you out of that darkness and into the light of His presence. And that's the light that's going to shine for eternity. That's the light that he draws you unto so that when the day comes that Christ comes back and he's in the midst of his creation once again, that's the light that shines and there will be no darkness at all ever again. Because God's light will shine through everything. God's light will be there. And that's the light that he shines in your life as well. When you hear his word, We're broken by our sin, and then we hear that beautiful gospel, that beautiful good news that Christ died for those sins and that we are forgiven, and that his light is the light that shines. And so when we sit in the midst of the depths of the darkness, even in the darkness, Christ's light shines. When our hearts cry out with the words of the Psalms, When we don't know where to go or how to get where we want to be, we look to Christ because he goes before us, he remains after us, and in the present of wherever you are, Christ is with you. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence by your Spirit now. We thank you for sending your Son into this creation so that we would see your light revealed to us, your love revealed to us, though we may not understand it and have the words to express it. We do feel it. And we pray, Lord, that you would continually work within our lives to draw us ever closer to you and in the depths of our darkness that you would shine bright. In your son Jesus' name.